Mike Rowe here with a radical idea. If you want to see more companies make more things in this country, buy more things from more companies who make things in this country. I refer in this case to the incredible t-shirts, sweatshirts, blue jeans, and more made by my friends at American Giant. Everything American Giant makes is made in the United States. And right now, you can take 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com slash Mike. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. Hey guys, welcome back to the Art of Craftsmanship podcast. My name is Dustin O'Hara and I'm here with my brother and co-host Devin. Hello there. Hello brother, happy new year. Happy new year. It is January 4th, 1-4-2024. What do you have for us on this fine January evening? I'm going to read an excerpt from the book I Won't Tell You Yet. Here we go. <laughs> That's a funny title. <laughs> yeah, no, weird, right? <laughs> it's only half ten, Barry says. Let's get another one in. You can if you want. I'm going back. I don't want to have a drink with someone called T-Bone, but I got the feeling that that's exactly what Barry would want to do. I get the feeling that having a drink with someone named T-Bone could be the high point of Barry's decade. I don't want to muck your evening up. I just don't feel like staying. Not even for a half an hour? Not really. Hold on a minute then, I've got to take a piss. Me too, Dick says. When they're gone, I get out quietly and hail a black cab. It's brilliant being depressed. You can behave as badly as you like. Nice. <laughs> That's a good one. That's one I haven't read, but I want to. Oh, I know. High fidelity. I, high fidelity. I found that in the attic when I was going through, like my nice. books, and thinking about the um, the book club. Yeah, I, I have. This, I thought about that too. Yeah, that's a good I have. Idea. I have the stand, Master Commander here, um, yeah. High Fidelity, great books. Oh, I mean, if you guys have seen the High Fidelity movie with John Cusack yeah, yeah. and and Jack Black and those guys, it's just more of that. Yeah, all the all the comedy is there. All the lists, everything you like about the movies, there just more of it. I feel like I was at one point I was thinking, oh, I want to read that book. And then it's been a while and, and I, f- I had this feeling that I read it. Like maybe I listened to it on audiobook or something, but mm. I, maybe not. I don't know. Either way, I yeah, definitely got to read that one. That's a, that's a classic. That's one of my favorite movies ever. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Either maybe keep it for the book club or I'll just read it in between yeah. other books. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. I I would love to read it because, like, as you could tell, or maybe you couldn't tell, but from your not you, but the listeners, like, from your reading, it has a lot more British slang because it's set in London, as opposed right. to the movie, which is set in I think Chicago or something. Right. right. So yeah, um, so it has all that like fun uh, British and Cockney slang and stuff. Yeah. You know? Right. Right. Yeah. Like a tenor. <laughs> yeah, right. A tenor. Yeah. But yeah, just yeah, the whole good. thing. It's it's him being like depressed about not the whole time he's depressed, but he's it's all relationship stuff. And it was perfect when yeah. I read it. I was like twenty five and single. So every yeah. little I mean it, it it's like, you know, a deep dive into like funny relationship stuff and lists of girlfriends mm-hmm. and seeing old girlfriends and doing this and that. It's just all 
really sharp, really funny, and just a great, yeah. great, like great fun book. And it's all like he owns a record store, so it's all like half, half, half funny relationship stuff, half music stuff. Half music stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think Derek <laughs> brought that that book, that movie home one time, like from Blockbuster. You know, like came home and he had like the DVD. It was like this looks kind of cool. We should watch this. I think like he did that a bunch of times, so I could be getting it mixed up with something else. But I just remember watching it and being like, yeah, I forget who who was it. One of us brought it on, whatever. But it was uh, no, that was a pivotal moment in my film education. <laughs> it's so good, you know, because <laughs> Jack, because uh, John Cusack is breaking the third wall all the time. Right. He's talking to the camera, right. which, like, I, I, I maybe had seen that in other movies as well. You know, you see it occasionally, they'll, like, do it a little bit, but he does it throughout the whole time, right? He's talking to you. It's like he's telling the story. And uh, uh, it's so good. So good. Which, which makes sense because the whole book is that, him talking to you as the author. Right. Like, yeah. like now, now yeah. it seems like I'm this or that, and but I want to describe why. You know, it goes into all that stuff. It's him talking direct, directly right. to you about... About this thing, um, yeah, yeah. So you kind of have yeah, to like telling John, the story, but also talking. Yeah, right. Yeah. But John Cusack did that in some '80s movies too, like the one. What's the one where he's holding up the? He's holding up the boombox. Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about the boombox. So it's kind of like you do that, mo- that movie as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it was kind of all off something. Off. It was like yeah, it was like him. Um, he kind of became good at it, and this was the perfect role for uh, him to okay. do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Great yeah, book. It's a good one. Yeah, um, just fun stuff. There, there was better stuff, but I, w- I was just reading through it and just like chuckling at everything. I found that one little passage. Like I'm like, nice. it's a great thing about being depressed. You can get away with bad behavior. Like, <laughs> <so funny. laughs> like just give me a minute. Go take a piss. Okay, and he just leaves. He just ghost <laughs> like, him. <laughs> and Irish, Irish goodbye. goodbye. Hey. <laughs> um, nice. Okay, before we start, I'm gonna mix uh, okay. my. I have a virgin cocktail. I'm going to teach Ooh, you how to right. do it, but it doesn't have to be virgin. You can put vodka in it. I've just right. been, um, I've had like some headaches and I haven't feeling good and everyone's been sick. So I feel like it's been like two weeks, just me not feeling great. Uh, yeah. But I was like, I want something tasty. So I'm going to do this virgin tonight. All right. Um, it's very simple. You want to take, I would say I got it here. I got some cranberry juice, get the hundred percent juice kind. Even though it's never 100%. It's always like 100% juice, but it's like not cranberry juice. Yeah. Um, right. <laughs> and you want to give yourself... Apple. I say it's mostly mm. cranberry. I'd say it's like... If you're doing four parts, it's two parts yep. cranberry. Okay. Um, one, pr- one part spray. All right. <laughs> and then... One part... <clears throat> Or maybe less. You can really make this one go long. Uh, but you have to... There you go. Freshly squeezed orange juice. Oh, all right. So that's all it is. I mean, you know, that's... Yeah. Those things have been mismatched... Mix, mix, have been mashed up a million different ways. <laughs> yep. But I... Uh, oh, it's so good. Um, let me have a little sip here. Let me... Yeah. How mm. was the mix? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Because <laughs> it's oh, got, it's, uh, yeah. you know, cranberry is one of the big mixers for cocktails. Yep, mm-hmm. especially around Christmas. Um, orange is kind of definitely around Maryland because we have orange crushes. But um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then Sprite, obviously, a lot of people put that in for the sweetness and for the bubbles. Yeah, um, but 
Mm. Yeah, years ago. It's so dark. Uh, yeah. Maybe like 10 or 15 years ago, I was at uh, uh, our yearly trip to Lake George, and someone had um, just like, uh, I think it was just seltzer. And so it was like orange juice and seltzer. Mm-hmm. Just those two together. I was like, oh, it's so good. And actually, when I was in high school, my French teacher introduced me to Orangina, which is an orange soda. But it's like wow. more more like actual like Sprite and orange juice mixed together, right? So it's just a very orange soda. Yeah. Not like Not like the, you know, fake orange soda. <clears throat> right. And obviously, um, cranberry, yeah. cran- cranberry vodka is the yeah. thing. Yep. But you just you you just add the sprite and a little bit of orange juice to it. I would not even like one. I'd say if you split it up into six parts, it'd right. be four cranberry juice, one two or sprite. like two sprite, one orange juice. But it gives just right. a little something else. And uh, actually, I actually haven't yeah. even tried it with vodka in it yet. But that's your <laughs> last step. It's just a nice. shot or two, whatever you want to do of of regular vodka, or you could even. Do like yeah, cranberry I mean, vodka if you're, if you're feeling uh, extra extra cranberry. Extra, yeah, yeah. I think I think it does like what you're explaining. It, so the cranberry juice has the the bitterness to it and the like the what is it? It's not like tang, but you know, on your tongue, it has that like bitterness that that bitter things have on your tongue. Um, yeah, and I think that's that's the same flavor and that's the same mouthfeel that I like about. Uh, beer mosa, right? Beer and orange juice. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, because the sharpness. beer has the bitterness, yeah, and then the orange juice has the sweetness, right? So it's mm-hmm. like puts those together, and then like obviously the beer also has the bubbles. It's got the carbonation, same thing that the sprite's doing. Right? So, you're right, so it's right. like, yeah, no, I, I can dig it. It sounds good. Just, just good. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it has another name, but it's. I was just I, I drank a few recently, just if I wanted something at night. They're really good. Well, I'm drinking a Guinness, and uh, and then my next one is a Devil's Backbone Juicy Magic Juicy IPA. Nice. <laughs> juicy Magic Juicy IPA. Very juicy. Cool. Yeah. Oh, no. Sorry, I just got a, a text from my coworker that, uh, oh, she's a negative for COVID. Okay. She'll be out again tomorrow. She wasn't feeling good, so. She's uh, out today. I thought she said she had COVID, but she's negative for COVID, but she feels awful. So, but I will. Here's just everyone's right. getting sick. It's this time of year. Oh yeah, it's it's been a wild, uh, wild time. Everyone's sick. I was sick for like two and a half, three weeks. You know, just and like you know, I don't know if it was the last podcast, the one before that, where my voice was all deep and stuff. You know, it's like right, right. it's been a crazy, crazy time. And everyone, you know, it's because everyone's indoors and everyone's. You know, the cold, like the cold just keeps you know, your immune system from working as well and germs fly yeah. around. And yeah. So, but, but we're, so yeah, we're how, there. yeah, how was, uh, how was your Christmas? I'll let you go first. Cause my story is all about that. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Yeah. You know, we, we didn't, we didn't go up to mom and dad's cause dad mm-hmm. was sick. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you left for for christmas um yep yeah so we just went to the in-laws and had a nice time and came home and it was good man i got a uh a cooler that i really wanted and love i'm using it now oh, nice oh, to put nice. all my mixers in but i wanted <laughs> two things i wanted from it was a, a hard inside mm-hmm. i like i like hard inside soft outside um yeah and then a accessible flap on the top Right, because uh-huh. then you don't have to unzip the whole thing. 
because mm-hmm. we have one we have one I've had forever that we take to the beach and stuff. It has a hand size flap on top, so oh, especially man. if you just have beers in it. It's just you open the flap up. It's Velcro, Reach but it, it like it. it's yeah. perfect. You know, you keep it stays so much longer. The ice nice. Yeah. And so much quicker. So I wanted that, and I just couldn't find them. Like I guess it just wasn't a thing. But then I found this Under Armour one with a hard inside. It's like a twelve can hard inside with the top flap, and like, oh, it's perfect. <laughs> so <I found laughs> nice. That. So I've been loving it. Um, Sweet. So is, that a, is that a Christmas present to yourself? Yeah. No, well, <laughs> it was a Christmas. It was like you found it like, from hey, Caleb. I was like, I was like, I, was like yeah. I want a cooler. She's like, okay. I was like, well, don't just grab one. I'll I'll tell you the one I want because I, I wanted <laughs> yeah. a very specific. <laughs> yeah. I wanted a small cooler that I could have for like podcasts, but I could also take it biking or to the beach, like nice. whatever you know I wanted to do. So, yeah, nice. and um, you know, the kids Maeve loved it. She was much more. Oh, I. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, man, wouldn't it be funny if like we were up on the roof, like stomping around and stuff and i was like ah you know i'll just do it so i went up nice. christmas eve on top of our roof and like took bells oh, so the, the, yes. I, i'll have to show you the video of because you know <laughs> like mave knows like he lands on the roof there's sleigh yeah. bells there's this she like knows uh-huh. and i started stomping around there and like doing the bells and she's like santa like she's a little oh, freaked out yeah she's right. a little freaked <laughs> And it was much louder than I thought. Uh, like, I was really trying inside. to bang because I couldn't tell. Yeah. I didn't know. <laughs> Caitlin's like, yeah, she's like, sound like the roof was coming. And I was like, well, it's like banging pretty hard. You take, yeah, you're like, it's a whole sleigh and reindeer. It's, what yeah, it's expect? a lot of reindeers. So. <laughs> I'll have to share that video sometimes. It's pretty It's pretty funny. <laughs> Is it a video that you took while you're like stomping and ringing bells? No, it was from inside. Yeah. Oh, oh, nice! That's awesome. So, Maeve like <laughs> reacting, and I was just standing up on the roof. Luckily, nobody drove by. That would be kind of funny. Or the neighbors come <laughs> that, out. You know, I'm just up there, like, hey. perfect. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Jingling bells. Like, oh, there's a dad <laughs> right. doing dad stuff. <laughs> uh, that's great. So that that was that was fun. Yeah, good. And uh, and then New Year's Day. Hope everyone had a good New Year's. I was down in Baltimore doing yeah, uh, yeah, work in the yeah. work in the Ravens game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And oh. oh man, what a oh. what a stomp fest! Oh, man, it's so good, so, so much good. fun, oh, so much fun. Oh. And we we just it's, <laughs> so I work in the control room and we do the in house show for the big screens and anything that goes on, music, fireworks, all that stuff kind of comes from that main control room. Mm-hmm. And we do put on a good show. Not that I have anything to do with planning it or anything. I just do the replays, but it's it's a hell of a show. Nice. Um, you know, fireworks, and we had two giant helicopters fly over for our anthem, and music's pumping. All the videos are great. Like, they do such a good job. Um, it was just fun, and the control room was, yeah. we were all having such a good time. Because it's <laughs> such a big game, you know? Yep. And everyone's always kind of on edge, and then... Depending on how the game goes, everyone loosens up. Um, yeah. <laughs> it was just so much fun. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm with the replay crew. Got a couple good replay, or more than a couple, but I got one in that helped turn over a, a call, kind of. Nice. It was one, nice. I think it might have been, it might have been OBJ's catch. Yeah. And right. they had to look at it. So, and I was. Right. I yeah. They called it a catch, but then, like, it confirmed yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I had a real good look at it, and it's always fun nice. when you roll something and you hear the crowd react and you see, like, the coaches and players react, like, hey, 
<laughs> I had a, I had a part in something. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and they're cheering because of me. <laughs> <laughs> but um, nice. yeah, and then yeah, we just stomped them. So I I spent the next couple of days just kind of I was like looking through YouTube, seeing what people were saying because everyone you know everyone's on the edge. I don't know if Lamar's this or that, and yeah. the Ravens are this or that. Right, we're always the underdogs, which is fun anyway. But um, yeah, I know. Did they like the line? They they even they still gave um. Miami, the like they, I think they were favored. I think they were. They, no, they favored San Francisco the, the week before. I know that. I thought I saw that they favored the Miami too, or maybe I heard, I thought oh. I heard something. I was like, are they crazy? Like after that San Francisco game, and then they come into Baltimore, and you're still favoring Miami? Like I don't know, but yeah, I was like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, they're good, but they're not. They're not to our level. So then, anyway, I had a really fun time because a lot of people stream live reactions to the game mm-hmm. see there's a bunch of videos of every team you know but these were dolphins fans and i was just i went down a rabbit hole one night just watching all their like you start oh. out the first couple <laughs> drives they're all pumped like yeah you know because they did have a few good drives right in the beginning like really yeah. they were really yeah. looking good mm-hmm. and after that you skip forward an hour and they're just like <laughs> cussing and yelling and I'm like oh this is so good that's uh, awesome oh, man um, so good and then the last thing I did last night, because a um, co-worker of mine said, he was like, oh, uh, I watched the Hard Knocks, which is um, NFL Films, mm-hmm. does them. It used to be training camp, but now I guess they do like every game for a certain team each year. And the Dolphins are being um, followed right now. So, <laughs> the, <laughs> man, the, watching them so pumped up, and it was really like, Watching them in the tape room trying to figure out Lamar was funny. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, this guy's crazy. He's like, no one else. You know, you can never get a quarterback to simulate because, you know, they tried to put in a quarterback that would do plays of the opposite right. team. But they yeah. just couldn't. You know, you can't get Lamar. So it's yeah. never that that run just isn't there for anyone else. <laughs> but, man, watching that. And they're, I didn't know, but they're, I forget his name. And, their coach is such a nerd. He's oh yeah, a, he's right. such a dork. Like <laughs> he's so cringy, <laughs> you know. But he's like all fashion, like yeah. Know, like and he's but he's kind of nerdy, like, but he's like young. I guess he's yeah, maybe young, right. but he looks like he's thirty. He's probably like forty yeah, or something, probably, you know. But yeah, he's probably thirty-five or something. And he like yeah. says young things, and he's mm. it's just his kind of attitude is cringy, and the way he it's just oh. ugh. Like it's not coachy. It's like. <laughs> It's like broy. It's like kid culture. It's like TikTok culture. That's how he talks. Yeah, it's like no, right. no. Uh, um, <laughs> but anyway, so that it just made it better. I was like, this guy's a nerd. This team's <laughs> about to get stomped, and they don't know it. And the way I mean, NFL films is so good. The way they did it, man. They it just slowly gets worse and worse. And they don't really, you know, you don't see the other team other than just this like, like. Uh, scary faceless team yeah, all in black right. just like stalking <laughs> them and destroy it was so good the way they did it you know oh, that's great <laughs> but <laughs> Dolphins fans are like this is supposed to be cool this is supposed to be supposed to be a cool thing about us like, yeah not this no, episode well oh. yeah not this not this week <laughs> so I, that was fun to watch that's really good stuff um so sorry nice. Dolphins fans but they get a chance this week. They're going to play Bills for their division. So yeah, yeah, make a little redemption game. Hopefully, yeah. uh, I mean, not hopefully, but you know, 
for their sake, for their fans' sake, maybe they do well. Who knows? <laughs> I don't but, care about yeah. them. <laughs> so that you know, I did that on on New Year's <clears throat> Eve and just think, you know, went home and chilled after that. Nice. Yeah, man, fun stuff. Nice, cool, right on. Well, uh, yeah. So <clears throat> my uh, my, I have an adventurous tale to to mm. to tell you a uh, winding up and down jaunt of <laughs> highs and lows <clears throat> so so yeah it starts off with uh, uh what i call a series of unfortunate events oh. but not it's not all unfortunate though uh so christmas eve right we're we're all home Corinne and i are and Nicole and i are are celebrating yola book of flood like we do <laughs> you know with uh with pajamas and we have our books and there's chocolate and we're enjoying the day and we get the call from mom or the text from mom and dad that says dad's sick. So we're not going to have Christmas morning the next morning at our parents' house, which is what the plan was. Right. It's not a big deal. It's like, okay, no big deal. Like we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll do it later. We're going to do it this weekend. It was like, it's okay. And it was, it was for the best, right? Because dad's sick and, you know, with you, with a newborn and with Steph is pregnant and, you know, lots of little kids running around and it made sense, right? Well, yeah, yeah. so that was fine. We're like, okay, that's not, it's not, you know, not too bad. No big deal, whatever. So Nicole said to me, was like, well, why don't we, should we go up to Vermont a day early? Cause we were going to go. Uh, the day after Christmas Day. So we're going to spend Christmas Day with everybody in Baltimore and then drive up to Vermont. <clears throat> so I'm like, okay, that's, yeah, that sounds fine. Why not? You know, like the only thing we were going to do on Christmas Day other than have Christmas Day with the family is that I was going to watch the football game, the, the Christmas night football game mm-hmm. uh, at the Porters, right? Because they have, we don't have cable at our house and they do, so we were going to watch it there. So we're like, that's okay. And I was like, that's fine as long as we leave early enough that we get up there and then we can watch the football game. Mm-hmm. Um, which is what we did. And so everything went fine. You know, that, that morning I woke up kind of early and Corinne and Nicole are both st- still sleeping on Christmas morning. And so mm-hmm. I like woke up and like cleaned the living room up a little bit and like made everything nice and calm and put on some Christmas music and lit some candles and, you know, <laughs> turned the tree on. And then I went stomped and- around on the roof. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Made some coffee, stopped on the roof, jingled some bells. <laughs> and then I went in and woke up. Uh, Nicole, and then we went in and woke up Corinne, you know, because she is 14, so she was sleeping away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Apparently, it didn't bother her. Um, yeah, so we had Christmas morning at our place, which is really nice, nice and even, you know, nice, calm Christmas morning. We, Our plan was to leave maybe around 10 or so, so we, like, we did... Um, just uh stockings basically we were just like well let's just do stockings now and then we'll take all of our gifts up to vermont and then we'll do christmas day with my in-laws mm-hmm. so we did that that was fine it was all good um we made it up there and our plan was to go skiing and snowboarding one day while we were up there that was actually our christmas presents from our in-laws so they paid for us to go skiing for the day nice so our plan was to go skiing on Friday with our friends, the Greens, who were actually going up to Vermont. They were going to be staying in the town that's about 20 minutes away from where my in-laws live, and they were going to be going daily skiing to the mountain there that we go to, Mount Snow. Um, oh, nice. And where they were staying, it's about 10, they're about 10 minutes from the mountain. My in-laws are about 30 minutes from the mountain. 
So we get up there and my father-in-law's like, well, tomorrow, you know, so we get there. It's Christmas day. We have a really nice Christmas day. We have dinner. We watch the football game. The Ravens beat the mess out of the 49ers, which is like the best <laughs> Christmas present you could have asked for. Oh, so good. Oh my gosh. So good. Um, and then, um, that night, my father-in-law is like, well, tomorrow, this being uh, Tuesday, is the best day for skiing because the rest of the week is rainy. Like, it was, like, rained out. We, like, went up and it just rained the whole time. There was no snow. Usually there's, like, always snow in Vermont. So it's always, like, a white Christmas. There's no snow. And it's going to be rainy all week. And so Tuesday, actually, there was, like, no rain in the forecast. It was actually a beautiful day. But we wanted to go skiing with our friends, the Greens, while they were there on Friday. So we're like, well... We're going to take the risk. Friday looks okay. Not super rainy. So we'll, we'll do that. We'll take the risk of that. <clears throat> so we decided not to do it. So we took like a nice hike and stuff on on uh, on Tuesday, which was nice. And then on Wednesday, we went down to Massachusetts and went to a museum and met up with Nicole's aunt and uncle. And they came back with us and we all had dinner. And that was really nice. That was Wednesday night. Um, so then Thursday... Um, the greens drove up on Thursday and we were actually going to meet up with them during the day and maybe do some shopping. Cause it was again, just like a rainy day on Thursday. Um, so we were going to meet up, meet up with them and then they were going to come back to my in-laws house for dinner. We'd all have dinner for uh, Thursday evening together mm-hmm. and then go skiing on Friday. So Thursday during the day, um, uh, my friend Liz texted Nicole and said that Brian's parents, both had just um, tested positive for COVID and they were, they had been mm. with them the night before, like, or the, mm. the, like a few days before um, mm. for Christmas and stuff. So they were all feeling fine. Um, so it was decided you know, between them and us that we weren't going to take the risk and have them over for dinner. So we're like, okay, we'll just, you know, we'll see you on the mountain tomorrow. That's fine. We just won't have you guys over for dinner on Thursday night. Mm. Um, so we're like, okay, that's no big deal. Okay. So then Thursday night, um, so, you know, that's, so that's the, you know, so COVID, so no Christmas day for COVID for my parents and then no dinner for, <laughs> because of COVID for the, uh, the greens. So then Friday, you know, we were texting Wait, my friends. Was, it, night was saying, it COVID for dad or he was just feeling bad? Oh, I maybe no, I probably just okay. feeling. Okay. Right. He didn't test, but, and he was probably, it, who knows? It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so he got sick. So we, so one thing, you know, sick <laughs> for him and then, and then sick, yeah, the code for the, for the greens family. Um, and then, so we're texting back and forth on Thursday night and we gave him kind of gave him like, okay, the mountain opens at eight tomorrow. Our plan is to get there at nine and we'll meet you guys around then. And we'll all ski the day together. Like, cool. No problem. Sounds good. And we gave him like information about where to park, you know, like all the best things because Dave, my father-in-law skis there almost every day throughout the winter season. He has season tickets and he drives his, his like post retirement job is driving, um, students back and forth to school. So he'll like drive students to school in the morning, go skiing for a couple hours, go back, pick them up in the <laughs> afternoon and drive them home. So uh, he knows the mountain well, so we gave him some tips on where to park and blah blah blah. Because you know parking is not free anymore there. So something. Mm-hmm. So when so we all get ready um, Friday morning, and we go. And we're on our way to the mountain, and so Nicole was like, Nicole texts Liz, texts Liz, and says like, okay, you know, we're we're on our way, like we'll meet you here. This is the plan, blah, blah, blah. And Liz texts back. She's like, all right, sounds good. We're actually already here because we left at, you know, eight 30 or so. And they actually 
left and got there early. So like they're, they're we're already here. We had a re- got a really good parking spot. We're nice and close. Um, we didn't have to pay because we're in the side lot or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And we'll you know let us know when you're here and we'll meet up with you. Probably like, all right. Sounds good. So we get there. We find a decent parking spot. We get all of our gear. Like I, Nicole and I both have our own stuff. I snowboard. Nicole skis. Corinne skis, but Corinne doesn't have her own gear right now. So we go through. I get all of our gear. We go through the rentals. We do all that stuff. Um, yeah. And then we're all ready. We meet back up with Dave because he drove separately. And we go and we get on the ski lift. The ski lift, the first run. So we're mm-hmm. heading up on the ski lift for the first time. We're heading up. And Nicole gets a text from Liz. And the text says, uh, Brian fell. Um, he mm. lost control and fell and hit a tree. And oh. a ski instructor is bringing him down the mountain now. Oh. So we're like, okay. We're like, uh, where are you guys? Like, we can meet up with you. And so then after a few minutes, Liz texts back. She's like, okay, we're at this. Because there's like the main big resort, you know, like eating area or whatever there's the main and then there's a kind of a smaller side one and then there's you know there's like a little thing up on top of the mountain whatnot mm-hmm. so they were at the secondary one they're like we're here <clears throat> waiting for whatever for brian he's he's gonna get x-rays um to figure mm-hmm. out like what's the matter so we're like, okay so we decide to um ski and snowboard down to that other little um lodge and we meet there and so on the way there we're like you know kind of getting some information updated and um liz is like yeah we're we're waiting on the x-rays and we're like okay well we can come and get the kids if they want they can ski with us for a little bit until things are you know figure stuff out and she's like well they kind of want to stay around because now they're freaked out but you know so we made our way over there and it's actually really cute We, we come down the mountain and you know we we're skiing snowboard down and i stop and we're at the bottom because there's there's like a single lift that goes from the smaller lodge back up the mountain and so i'm there and there's you know a couple hundred people because it's like the first not completely rainy day for this whole christmas break and that's like you know right. key time for ma- for ski mountains and stuff is the right, christmas right. break because that's when all the kids are out of school mm-hmm. so there's like lots of people around waiting on the lift and i'm looking and i see the the two greens kids is Catherine and david so Catherine is my daughter's best friend and david is her younger brother um so i see them and they're sitting over on the big porch like outside and they're just like looking on Catherine's looking on her phone and i'm probably maybe 100 yards away something like that and i do the whistle that like oh, yeah, Corinne yeah. knows and all they all know so uh-huh. right. i do the whistle nice and loud and they both pop their heads up and they're like looking around like little meerkats it was so cute i was like yay <laughs> they know the whistle and they saw us so then we kind of went over and um we ended up taking them out and about for the runs and so throughout the day things progress with brian um they're doing the x-rays but they can't find anything definitive there so they're like okay we're gonna take him to bennington hospital which is about half an hour away Mm. um and so at the same time he's like feeling like chest pain and abdomen pain so Mm. they're not sure if he has some type of internal damage you know whatever it is so so they take him to bennington and at bennington they're basically like we can't do as much as they need to do for him here so then they take him to albany which is like an hour and a half from from the mountain from where they are um and liz is with brian the whole time the kids are with us so we kind of talk back and forth and we determine that we're going to take the kids obviously throughout the rest of the day and then we'll take them back to betsy and dave's house with us and so my in-laws house and they'll stay the night and have dinner with us whatnot and we'll figure out what we're going to do the next day and our plan this is on friday our plan was to drive back on saturday 
Mm. Um, but you know, it was a couple of days that was Saturday. I didn't have to go back to school till to work till Tuesday. So we had some days. So it was like, if we needed to stay around, whatever, we were willing to do whatever. Mm-hmm. So a couple hours go by, we're talking back and forth with Liz and, it, and we find out that Brian has broken several ribs oh. and also fractured his hip in multiple places. Oh no. Yeah. So Jeez. they're, they're, they're at Albany hospital. Um, and basically they determine like he's in a significant amount of pain, obviously. Cause when you break ribs, anytime you breathe, it's yeah, the bones yeah. are going in and out. So for after what they did, they figured out a few things. They're like, well, we need to keep you here and on pain medication long enough that you can continue to take big breaths. So that way right. your, your ribs will heal correctly and they can figure out the stuff. So, Okay, so now it's going to be a couple of days. So we talk them back and forth, and we're like, okay, well, we're going to take at this point now. It's like we're going to go back to the the Greens um, Airbnb. We pick up all their kids' stuff, and then we we bring them in, and we're going to take them back to Baltimore with us um, mm. the next day. So, and they they got there on Wednesday, planning to stay till like Sunday, and then drive mm. back on Monday. So they're like, this is the first day of their like ski vacation. <sighs> So, so the next morning, uh, Liz drove back from the hospital to the Airbnb. She basically packed up everything and came over and met us at Betts and Dave's. Um, and then we kind of exchanged some stuff. So I put all of our ski stuff in her car and then I took all the kids stuff. So we'd have enough cause we have to also like our, we had our dogs with us. So we have this big crate that usually when we travel, we just put it in the back seat next to Corinne. It takes up two seats of the back three seats, but obviously we have to bring the kids now. So we have to figure out a different thing. So we had to kind of rearrange everything. <laughs> and we find out then, cause Liz tells us, cause now we're like actually with her that Brian had, I don't know exactly what happened, but he, when he lost control, he was going backwards. Ugh. And so he was actually lost control going backwards and then skied off the trail and into a tree. And when this had happened, Liz and the kids were like a little bit further ahead because he was kind of the sweeper role. Like he was going to go a little slower and just be behind to make sure everyone was okay. Right. Uh, and so when he fell, they kind of got separated a little bit. And so Liz met the kids at the bottom near the lift and then was like, didn't see Brian anywhere. And then he texted her saying like, I fell and I hurt myself. I'm not exactly sure how much, how bad, but there's a scan instructor here and he's help, helping me get down. And I don't know if Oof. they like carted him down or if he skied down. I'm assuming they had to have carted him down. Yeah. They put him on a sled. And- yeah. Right. Um, so yeah, she said that that's what had happened. And so then like, we're like, dang, that's crazy. So we have, you know, that's the morning of, so the kids, that's the first time the kids saw their mom since we took them the day before. Right. And so they're like, you know, it's nice to get a little bit of like, cause Catherine's older. And so she's been texting back and forth with her mom just to. What's the easiest choice you can make window instead of middle seat, picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket, outsourcing business tasks you hate. What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. 
Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Make sure everything's okay and like her mom's updating her on stuff to make sure that Catherine's not freaked out. And and David's a little bit oblivious because he's now with us and we're really close friends. And there's like the new video game system and Corinne got the Oculus <laughs> that I got from you, which she absolutely <laughs> loves. And they're all playing that. So... They're doing okay, but it was nice for them to like, you know, see her a little bit before they left. So then we're driving back to Baltimore. And so the plan at this point was Liz is basically going to go back to Albany hospital and stay with Brian for anywhere between like two weeks and six weeks through like multiple weeks in the hospital potentially. And then multiple weeks of rehab, depending on where he could go. So now we're, so we're taking the kids home. And our plan is we're going to go back to Baltimore. Um, our friends, the Porters, live close by, and they also, like, the three of us are the COVID bubble, right? It's like during COVID, that was the three families we just all hung out all the time. We still do all the time. Mm-hmm. So so David was going to kind of go and stay with the Porters for the next couple of days until school started. And then Catherine was going to stay with us, with us at our house. Or, like, she had also said, like, I kind of want to stay at home a little bit. And we are like, that's fine. Like, maybe Corinne and Catherine could go back to their house and stay there a couple nights on their own or whatever. You know, we'd figure it out. So, um, so we come back, we're on their way back and we get a text from Kate saying that she just tested positive for COVID. So now, (laughs) now like we're going back and and we can't really divide up the kids anymore because now we can't give the, the porters David. So now we're like, okay, well now we have to keep that. So we actually just <laughs> no. went and at the same time that was that was we were driving back on new year's eve eve you know so the 30th and the plan was that we were going to go back and then spend the day with the porters on the 31st all day watch the football game and then have new year's eve night and then right. you know have the whole thing so that's all now gone so now we're just with the kids we're driving back mm-hmm. and we're like heading back to our house and we're like well i guess because now we have both kids we're just going to go to the greens house and we'll stay at their house for the next couple of days because it'd be easier for the greens kids. Cause all their stuff is there and they have a bigger house. So it's easier right, to have like a right. guest room and Nicole and I, we talked to Liz, we just like change the sheets and stuff and stayed in their mm-hmm. master bedroom. Um, mm. But then it was like, so then we were there for a few days and, um, and then so like Sean's Kate reached out to us and was like, because because Sean and the boys were not testing positive for COVID, but Kate was. Mm-hmm. She was isolating, mm-hmm. and then so now Sean is like solo parenting. You know his like toddler son and his eight year old son who are driving him crazy, and so she's like, "Can you can you guys mind like maybe having a fire at your house and having everybody spend some time outside?" And so we ended up they ended up coming over and we hung out for a little bit, and then they came over in the evening as well for that was the next day for like New Year's Eve and stuff. So we did end up spending new year's eve together at 
the green's house with without the green adults being there, but with the kids and then the porters, you know, Sean and his two boys, all of us stayed there for the evening. He did. He took his, the younger son back obviously early in the evening, but then came back and we all spent the night and had to, uh, kind of watch the Ravens game secondhand. So I had on, they have like a Roku live TV. So it's kind of like some live TV, but there's not, there's not like normal CBS, but there was a, uh, like NFL update channel that kept going. So we were like, um, we were watching that. So it would like, it was probably two or three or four minutes behind what was happening in the game. So I'm watching the game on my phone on the ESPN app game cast. So I'm not actually watching the game. I'm just watching the game cast. So it's like, you know, person made a throw person made a catch, da 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 doing you first, second, third, fourth down. So I'm watching like that and watching the replays on the TV occasionally and it's updating. And so it's like, and, and, uh, David, the green son, he's kind of into football too. So he's like watching along with me and we're like, so this is a very unsatisfying way to watch the Ravens stomp the mess out of the Dolphins. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah. but you know it would have been worse if the Ravens lost. So yeah, yeah. So uh, it was it was it's been a wild one. So yeah, then uh, so that's uh, Christmas or you know New Year's Eve, and then New Year's Day we had the day off, and so we I just kind of hung out with the kids, um, and then uh, went back to work on Tuesday. Um, but then, uh, yeah, so then like we kind of keep getting some updates from, uh, Brian and Liz. And then just today Liz texted, um, and she said, um, she says she's, and so things are getting, we've been getting a lot of good news about Brian, right? It was like, first it was going to be a really long time. Then it was going to be like a week or then it was going to be like three weeks. And then it was going to be like maybe two weeks. And then we just found out that he was going to be able to like, so he's at, um, Albany medical hospital. So they were going to like move him from there to a rehab center. But then like two days ago, Liz said, well, they're, they're taking like the chest tube out and he can, he can get up and move around. So they're, they're going to, they're going to move him to a different area in the hospital. That's like a, a shorter term rehab area. And then she just texted today, uh, at about four thirty, and said discharge tomorrow and we're coming home. Oh, so yeah, so really good. So yeah, she said, um, uh, to all the greens are returning home. I'll likely stay home with him for another week because he needs help getting up from lying down and a spotter when walking, trying to find mm. some in-home PT as well. Um, but like her, um, her father-in-law came up from, uh, dc virginia area to take care of the kids so uh, so we were actually with them until tuesday morning like we spent the night monday night and so i i drove corinne and Catherine both to school in the morning and nicole uh drove david back over to the porters and they took him to school so but then uh so it wasn't until tuesday day that i actually came home and tuesday night i came home like to my actual house after like the vacation i was like oh it's good to be home even though we're like and it you know out of all the like the whole time like things were fine. I even said that to the greens kids at one point, I was like, you know, it's really sad that your dad got hurt and it's unfortunate, but it's been really nice spending time with you guys. You know, like mm-hmm. we were all like got to spend time together for the, for the break, which was cool. So, but it was a, it was a wild up and down and uh, mix into awesome Ravens games there. And <laughs> <laughs> so it was like, it was a, it was a wild, a wild break, but, um, but now we're back and uh, it's a new year. Yeah. Man, what a and, what a bummer! But it, like, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like if 
it lined up so perfectly for you guys yeah. to be there to help out. If you weren't there, it yeah. would be such a right. Exactly. So if they rough. were, yeah. If they were like some, like if they had chosen to go to, because they had asked us um, a couple months ago, they were like, we're thinking about doing, you know, a mini kind of ski vacation over the break between Christmas and New Year's, uh, and they were thinking about going somewhere in New England potentially. They were also thinking about maybe going out to Utah. Right. There was a few different options, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, so we actually suggested going to Mount Snow because it was kind of a smaller mountain. It's not as popular. You know, to, like as as many people as some of the bigger ones, like Stowe and Okemo and Killington, all these big ones up in Vermont. Um, and we we're like, it's really nice. You know, the town's really nice nearby, and you know, it'd be a great spot. So they ended up going to uh, to Snow, which was really cool. And yeah, fortunately, we were there. Bless you. Excuse me. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah, exactly. If we weren't there and Liz had to work, you know be with Brian the whole time, the kids would have just been like schlepped around with them, going back and forth between mm. hospitals and stuff. And yeah, yeah, it was uh, yeah, like I said, a wild up and down ride <laughs> over the last uh, week and a half or so. But oh yeah, but all yeah. all seems really well. So it seems that Brian and Liz will be coming home tomorrow, which you know is like is weeks and weeks, it like sooner than they thought possibly could have been. You know, it could have been in the beginning because then it was like, you know, they didn't know if he had internal damage, all this stuff. And it just kept like, it was like yeah. the possibilities kept rising. And then they, and they kind of quickly were whittled away as well. Right. It's like, okay, yeah. no, no interior damage, you know, like it, it, nothing like his hip wasn't broken, broken. It was fractured in multiple places, but it wasn't like, you know, out of, you no, know, it's like he didn't have to, there's no casts involved. It's all just like right. slow, you know, just a, some slow rehab. So it'll take some time for him to get back, but a lot quicker than what they originally thought could be. So, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Oh, man. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, poor guy, poor family, you know, like ready for this like fun weekend. We didn't even, we never even got to ski with the whole family. It was like it happened before. It was like we're on our first lift lift trip up. <clears throat> it's like yeah, Brian fell. We're at this lodge. You know he's getting X rays. It's pretty bad. We're like dagger man. <clears throat> and it wasn't even a great day for skiing either. <laughs> we like it. It did stop raining, but it was super foggy, and so the fog is like tons of mist, and so everything was wet, and the snow was wet and sticky, and because it was wet and sticky, it was like all of the trails were very mogul-y because where everyone is like you know carving on skis oh, it's yeah. just making moguls so it's like tons of mogul stuff oh. everywhere and tons oh. of people because everyone although it was like still a shitty day it was the best day of the week so far so there's tons <laughs> right. of people there but you know it's like when you don't go skiing all that often you're like oh we're skiing you know it's like this is great and we had a great time so but yeah it was uh it was a wild one. <laughs> that is wild. Jeez. <clears throat> but like I said, yeah, fortunately we were there. And fortunately we were, you know, like my in-laws were there and they basically offered up whatever help they needed as well. As long as, long as Brian and Liz were still up in Vermont, they were, you know, able to help out for however. So, <clears throat> but yeah. yeah, now we're back and, uh, and it's 2024 and, and my coworker, Katie, does not have COVID, apparently, which is hey, good. <laughs> yeah, because we came back on Tuesday, and throughout the day on Tuesday, she like was like sounding worse and worse. She was coughing a little bit, and she she had been sick just like I had for like weeks. We were both sick together, but like but like you know we we worked together, we co teach, and and there was a lot of kind of important things going on, so we couldn't like I think I told you that before we couldn't really take off. Like I think she took one day off one t- one spot, and then I took a day off one time. But right. otherwise, we had both kind of worked through it. And then she was like, yeah, I've been like, she was saying to me on Tuesday, she's like, I've been fine 
you know, all, or I've been like sick for like three weeks and I've been healthy for the last like four days and I feel like I'm getting sick again. And she was like coughing mm. a little bit. So she actually like about a third of the way through the day, she like put on a mask just to be careful. And, and I could just tell like in her voice and the way she was coughing throughout the day, I was like, Oh, it's getting worse and worse. And she texted me this morning was like, yeah, it's, it's worse. I'm not going to come in. And then she just texted me now. It was like, yep, still bad. No COVID, but I'm not going to come in. I was like, Ugh. but you know, it's, it's fine. It's a beauty having a, a co-teachers that we can, you know, yeah, help nice. help pick up the slap when, when the slack when the other person needs it, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, so everybody's everybody's sick and injured. All right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. So this has been a crazy, crazy time. But yeah, new, news is fun. We did some fun stuff. We uh, Nicole went out and grabbed some food. So we did a couple of different kind of fun food things. We ended up we did um, like a lentil dish that was like uh, we, we kind of looked up some different stuff from it around different countries things that traditional things that different countries do for New Year's and mm. one was like a lentils dish and then we were gonna do oh no no we didn't do the lentil we were gonna do lentil and then we were also gonna do like a noodle dish like a soba noodle which is that's the one we ended up doing uh, which was really good and then uh, we made homemade funnel cakes right before you know midnight which was oh, fun nice. Yeah, that was cool. And it's like it's the like same exact recipe as pancakes. Okay, it's just like <laughs> pancakes and waffles, they're all the same. It's just you know, like it's just the difference between like maybe you know two teaspoons of baking oh, powder oil. instead of one. You right, know, or right. like or, or oil, like an extra or... egg, or yeah, right. It's, yeah, obviously, yeah, you're cooking it in oil, so right. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, a little bit more milk to make it runnier or something like that. So but that was fun. So we did that, and yeah, and it, it all was well, um, but. <laughs> yeah, so it's been like you know, this. This is my well, this tonight will be my third night back sleeping in the in my own bed <laughs> with after like that many nights of just being kind of all over the place. And it was all fine, you know, because it was like we're at our in laws, which we've been plenty of times, so that's a comfortable place. And then we're at our friend the Green's house, and we've been there tons and tons of times. So it's not like it was anything was just like awkward. It was just not home. You know, and like the whole right. point of coming home on the 30th was to be able to have, to be at home for a few days before going back to work. And that didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> I had no days at home before going back to work. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad that Brian's coming home. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, the worst part about being at the hospital, staying at the hospital, it's like, us oh, brutal just hanging yeah. in there every day. Like, right. You know, with all the stuff with Caitlin, just spend so much time. It's just like, ugh, it's terrible. All yeah, you want to do is go home. Down. Yeah, I gotta get home. Like every everything's bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, it's like it's not like he's can move around or anything. You know, he's basically just bedridden. You know, obviously they have to get him up and down occasionally, um, right? But he's like not moving much. You know, so it's not like he's. I don't know why you would be at the hospital and still moving around, but you know, like. He's just pretty much bedridden the whole time, just staying there bored and just in pain and like, ugh, ugh so terrible. Worst. Yeah. But yeah, that'll be really good that he's, that'll be home. So, and I was actually <laughs> earlier, <clears throat> maybe Wednesday, um, I'm, uh, I, f- I forgot if I tell you this or not, but I am uh, doing, I'm like chaperoning what we call the chill club in Baltimore City. Did I tell you about that? Mm-mm. So, uh, Baltimore city in conjunction with a group called the chill club, they, there's like three or four schools that do this after school snowboarding program. 
Um, and our students did it last year, but it was on Tuesday nights. Um, and it, it last winter time I was finishing up my last class for, uh, my teaching certification. So it was just like, I just couldn't do it. I was like, I was like, Oh, that sounds really fun, but I can't chaperone cause I got to you know, focus on this other stuff. But this year I don't. So when we got, I got the email again, that was, that went out to our teachers to be like, Hey, is anyone interested in chaperoning? I was like Tuesday night, you know, I could do that. So I like, so I joined up. So I'll be chaperoning for six weeks for uh, snowboarding for a bunch of our students. And there, and there were, you know, I think it's like 10 or 12 or 15 students, something like that. Um, so we'll be going up and going up to the mountain uh, six weeks in a row, which is going to be cool. We're going to Liberty. Oh, nice. Um, but I was, uh, on Wednesday, I realized that our first uh, trip for the chill club is on this coming Tuesday, um, which I think is the ninth. Um, and, when we had done the whole exchange of things to bring back to Baltimore with Liz, I put my snowboard and my boots and all of my snow gear, snow jacket, snowboard pants, everything uh-huh. are in her car, still up wow. in Vermont, you know? So I was like, oh, crap. So then I was talking to Nicole. I was like, what do I do? I mean, because I know I can, I can figure out a rental thing with the chill program because they say right away, like – you know, their chaperones, the chaperones that they want from the, from the schools don't even, you have to have, you don't have to have any experience. Like you can go through the whole program like the kids do and like take the classes and stuff. Um, but when you sign up, you say basically like, do you need gear? Do you need, you know, equipment, blah, 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 blah. You say yes or no. And so I said no for everything, right? Cause I had it all. Um, but now I'm like, well, I can figure out the gear, but like, I guess I have to buy a new pair of snow pants, you know, like to go. So then we actually, yesterday Liz said that like, she was going to be coming home, um, in a day or two and then, and then going back up to Albany, um, like a week later to check on Brian. Like, and then when he was ready, she would come back. Like she wasn't going to stay the whole time with him. Um, so then I was like, okay, that's good. So, you know, I'll get, I'll get the stuff in time. And then today I find out before I found out from Liz that they're going to come back to tomorrow that the program has actually been pushed back two weeks because of the snow situation. Cause it's like kind of been rainy and not great conditions. So <laughs> I was like, okay, well I have to worry about it. And then Liz said they'll be back tomorrow. So I was like, well that would have worked anyway. So <laughs> Jeez. this is like back and forth, back and forth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But need time to breathe. Yeah, right. So it's uh, it's funny. I was kind of writing down all the twists and turns before we uh, before we got, just so I could get them all back in my head. You know, I was like, oh man, this is a good. This is gonna be a good one. Stub my toe. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Oh, I did. Yeah, like I was. Uh, let's see, the day Christmas or New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. Yeah, when the porters came over, or Brian came over with the boys and stuff, we were all outside by the fire and hanging out. We were just staying outside just to make sure that you know if if they were still, you know, they they were all testing negative for COVID, but you don't know for sure. So <clears throat> we were outside yeah. and and we were all taking turns riding on the e bike around the property. And I went to take it back <laughs> over, put it into the uh, into the smithy, and I saw I was walking it over and like kind of walking it up into the smithy, and then I reached down to flip the um, the uh, the kickstand down with my yeah. hand, and when I did that, the when it when it opened up all the way, it pinched my thumb, so like the the flat yeah. of my thumb, and took like a like a the size of a pea chunk out of the flat of my thumb, you know, oh. like where my callus is. It was just like a 
clunk, like this round pea-sized chunk. Oh. I was like, ow! <laughs> but like, fortunately, it was like just flat. It was like just the the callus surface, you know. So I was like, oh. so I was like, man, it doesn't stop. <laughs> so something more. Uh, um, so, what do you think about the uh, the the Christmas gifts that I made for you? Yeah, they were great. I got them right here, actually. Nice. Right on, right on. Got a nice fork. I assumed you made the bag. Yep. Yep, made the bag. Because <laughs> I was trying to think of, like, what to do to, like, package them. And I was like, oh, maybe I can make some bags real quick. That'd be kind of cool. Like, maybe canvas or leather. I was like, what do I do? And I just kind of went through the, the craft stuff we have. And I was like, I'll make some bags. Because then it was like... Because you mentioned, you had messaged me like, oh, I like the fork and this little pokey thing. What's this for? <laughs> and right. and uh, I had seen that type of thing when I was at the Renaissance Festival. There was a, um, like a sheath that had a knife and a fork or and a, and a, like a spike in it. And so, uh. and it was like an eating, you know, those things go together. So you have the knife and the spike. So it's like a fork and knife combo, but it's just a single spike. So you can poke and lift things up. And so... I had thought that'd be really fun to make, and I could, there are a bunch of different versions of ones I'd seen from other people. So that was like uh, Christmas Eve. No, maybe the day before Christmas Eve. Right, the day, yeah, so it was like the Friday or Saturday or something before Christmas Eve. I was like, I want to make a couple of these. I had some more uh, material because I bought um, quarter-inch square bar to make all the twisted forks for you guys. Yeah. And so I had some extra pieces, and so I was like, I wonder if I could do the little, like, viking eating thorn you know or spike <laughs> or whatever it's called so it's like i could do some twists i could do a little thing on the back that'd be kind of cool and then it was like christmas eve day and i was like i wonder how do i'm gonna package this so i was like i want to hook them together somehow so i came up with the little like leather thong thing with the hole so you can yeah, hook them together sure. and then yeah. i was like i need some type of bag so i like, made the bags for them and <laughs> and i still like in my mind i was like i have a, a knife idea that i want to do so if it works out the way I think it will, then I'll, you know, I'll make the knife and then it can go in the bag with the fork and the spike and whatever else. And then maybe do spoons for you guys too. No, it's awesome. The, the fork is nice and light. Like you definitely yeah. slimmed everything down, but right. You started mm-hmm. at the size kind of you wanted and the, the twist yeah. on the spike is really nice. Nice. Yeah. I can't really? remember like all three of them were like a little different. One's like kind of tighter, one's medium, one's a little longer. So, but they, all this, three of them look nice. Like consistent. Yeah. So no, this one's really nice. Nice. Yeah. Those were, those are fun to make. Cause I'm just like basically, you know, put a taper on one side and then do the curl and the, and the, the scroll. And then, um, and then what did I do? Did I do the, I forget the process. Maybe it was taper one, then twist, then do the scroll work on the end. I don't know. Mm. But, but no, it was, it was fun. It was fun to do that. And, um, and yeah, making the fork. So I made three forks, um, and I wanted them to be a little longer because the one I made ended up being kind of shorter than I thought it would be. Mm. Um, so it was actually really hard to make them longer because I was using, I didn't want them to be wider. And I was, so I was using the same bar round bar that we used to bend around it. Right. But when you do that, it makes those three bends basically the same size. So to make it longer, it's like, how do you make it longer? Well, you have to like readjust. And then, so I made the fork tines a little bit longer. So, you know, those ended up being longer than my design. Um, but they actually, it was closer to my original drawing or something like that. So it actually worked out really well. So I was happy with the way the forks turned out, but they were definitely uh, harder to make the second, third and fourth time around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, maybe I'll take off a eighth of an inch just to doll them down. You're trying to stab my tongue through, <laughs> like yours are. 
I did leave them a little bit, a little bit duller than than uh, the other one is. I was like, yeah, I guess. I don't know. The the, the thorn is pretty thorny. Yeah, I I thought that too because I was thinking like that'd be kind of cool. You could use it as a scribe as well or something. You could use it as a right, marking tool right. if that's if you know whatever it is that like makes it used more often. Because I've seen other people do that. Like usually a scribe is going to be a hardened steel, so it'll stay sharper longer, but it can still work perfectly fine as like an awl or a, a poking tool, a shuriken. Yeah, yeah no, they're great. <laughs> and also, uh, Nicole did the uh, the stockings, which we really oh, loved. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Caitlin really loved it too, and she was okay. like, "Oh, this is so so happy that you, you know you could save what the mice because yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't think yeah. I said mate, mice had destroyed like two of our stockings, right? Yeah, and and well, Maves, yeah, her original one for her right. whatever two two Christmases, and yep. then uh, and then mine actually still has some bites in it, but it's it's like a Target stocking, so it's not a big okay. deal. It could be uh, I'm either get it either get a new one or, or or make it shorter. Like I don't know. Yeah, right, right. Um, but no, everything was great. Nice. Then yeah. I just gave you guys some three D printed crap and <laughs> <laughs> they're cool. I like it. I like the little box. Like, well, the, awesome. I'll <laughs> say the whistle. Right, uh-huh. the the it is meant to be like a backpack whistle, which mm-hmm. is cool. You just you put put the yeah, loop figured, through, yeah. which I didn't have time. I was gonna put loops through and stuff, and it's. Yeah. It, it if you try to blow it full bore, mm-hmm. it basically has four whistles on each one. It's yeah, so yeah. loud. Oh, nice! Right like on. I really, I like. I don't see how hard. It did. Like my ears rung. <laughs> nice. So it is a perfect, uh, like nice. You know, backpack just in case whistle. Yeah, right. Safety whistle. Yeah, security whistle. Nice. Yeah. So I, I printed cool. that out and a little. Yeah, right oh yeah, and then the little um, little, little box. Yeah, little circular boxes. Yeah. yeah <laughs> <laughs> just fun stuff yeah no they were fun we were we were playing with them and then Nicole got annoyed she was like stop blowing the whistle <laughs> Christmas morning we're like wait wait Kurt and I <laughs> nice yeah cool alright well uh, yeah so we're back uh, happy new year's everybody <laughs> Um, and, uh, I, I, uh, Scott from, uh, um, the crafty wiener reached out to me and he wants us to have him on and wants us to have us on his podcast. Um, and oh, I thought it'd be kind of cool. fun to talk about some like new year's, you know, new year ideas and things. And so we'll have that coming up. So we'll let, let everybody know when that's going to happen. You have any, uh, recommendations this week, Dev? Um, I, I was looking for a thing like I can't find it. Um, uh, <laughs> not necessarily. Hard knocks. <laughs> yeah, hard knocks is cool. Watching the dolphins get beat. You. Yeah. And if we don't, uh, if we don't do high fidelity for the uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, for yeah. our uh, book club, you should go read that. It's really. Good. How are? Where are you in the uh, in the book in the evolution? I think I think we're close to the end. Okay. Yeah, I'm 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 probably two thirds away from the middle to the end, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Just get fun. <laughs> yeah, good some good stuff. Yeah, nice. Cool. Well my uh, recommendation this week um is uh is Mascon leather, M A S C O N leather. He's an Irish uh leather worker and um well, let me pull it up real quick. I had it, but um, there it is. Um 
yeah, just he he does some uh, some pretty nice YouTube videos as well. Um, so nice. making the leather stuff, it's always nice. Like when you see someone do leather work who's really confident and good at it, and they use really quality tools and quality leather, it always makes it look so easy. You're like, man, you make it look so easy. <laughs> like, <laughs> like no big deal. But when you have that like high quality stuff, that the in let in it, it doesn't always matter in making. Like sometimes you can make the same amount of quality things even with the shittiest tools and the shittiest supplies right but right. in leather it really makes a difference like when you have the higher quality stuff it translates almost directly into a better looking product right 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 um but yeah when i was when i was trying to think of like some type of leather thing to do i was just like searching around for different people's leather bags and stuff or whatever. I was like, how am I going to do something that's going to can, you know, put these, but the fork and the, and the, the spike together. Um, and so I was searching around and kind of looking at his stuff, which I had looked at before, but I didn't necessarily find something through him, but I, he just popped into my mind. I was like, I like him. He does some really good leather work and he's got some new YouTube videos up and, uh, pops on of my Instagram. So you guys can find him at mask on leather, M A S C O N leather, on Instagram, check him out. Give him a follow. He does some cool stuff um, and really beautiful leather work. And he's kind of like it's funny. He does a lot of stuff with like uh, it's kind of like a not really punk rock leather, but you know, it just has a little bit of that feel. Like he's got tattoos and he's always like <laughs> you know drinking um, what's the what's the licorice alcohol or the it's like the. Um, oh, with like, like the deer head, uh, Jaeger green bottle. Jaeger, Jaeger, yeah, right. He's always like doing stuff with Jaeger and <laughs> and like putting like whiskey in his coffee. And <laughs> you don't ever see his face, but it's always like his hands and he's like showing stuff and making stuff. So, but it's fun to watch. Like he does a good job and sometimes has some uh, some good looking half naked ladies hey, uh, go. around. So you know it's always kind of fun too. He does some stuff with some like occasionally he'll throw in like a bondage leather thing that he's been working <laughs> on. Like all right, all right. That's leather cool. guy parties yeah no <laughs> looks like he's having fun <laughs> oh cool I'll do, I'll do one more if you have photoshop do mess oh, around with oh, the yeah, auto generate yeah, yeah. ai stuff oh man i've been having so much fun <laughs> i've been sending dust and the and our brother's photos and then I, I posted a few i'll probably post this this last one which i really liked um yeah, yeah it's just been outside the house yeah there's there's a big open strip well there's a farm field and then there's a long yeah. long clear cut strip of uh power lines right yeah so in the morning and stuff if i can capture both shots were in the morning and the other one was midday it was just a, a quick little right. shot but catching like sunrises and fog and the moon at night the first one was the moon one and this yeah. other one i, I think it was might have been yesterday morning I was like, you know, getting stuff ready in the morning. I saw the sunrise outside, so I ran outside with my camera, <laughs> snapped a shot. Ah, it's so much fun. Yeah, I know. I was thinking, like, you know, when we do um, like thumbnails and stuff, you know, and like you did it with the with the bike and stuff. You know, you tried a few things, but like, if we wanted to do something more cinematic for a thumbnail, you know, it could be just like you get a picture of me and then be like put him in this situation and do uh, this. You yeah. know, I was thinking about like with the, um, with the Bowie knife, I want to do like the cowboy Bowie knife or the, you know, the wild west Bowie knife with all the, um, like using the, like the, the leaf springs and the bone and the handle bone and, and like a, um, a railroad spike for stuff. And, you know, and then like in, for the thumbnail I'll be like, I could be holding it up, but 
you know, and you make it looks like I'm sitting on a horse and like in the middle of an old West town or something. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like with AI, you could just like auto generate that stuff quickly. Yeah. It's, it's just wild. It's so much fun. Yeah. It's basically, it's basically just circling, circling an arrow in your foot, fo- an area in your photo and then mm-hmm. saying what you want in it, want in it. It takes a little work to sort through stuff and figure out where you want right. stuff. And like I did this one, it's like kind of steampunky dust and salt. It's like a blimp flying. Yeah. And there's like some towers in the distance and like a castle to the left. And there's like a couple guys having a fire like in the field. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what I thought about. I was like, oh yeah, we could do something like that. Just like throw right. some extra things into the picture, you know, to make it. And that's like, that's when it'd be fun to use it. Right. When you were like, you want to like, you know, build up a, a thumbnail, right. Or something like that where you're like, you, st- you still see the final product. So it's not like we're lying, but it's just like making it more cinematic. Same way we do the cinematic stuff, you know, for the videos. Yeah. Like if it was the Viking hatchet, it could be in a Viking village yeah. or, you know, that stuff in the background. Right. Um, yeah. Like a long boat in the background. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. Exactly. Mess around with that. If if you guys have it, it's amazing how well it works. Nice. Cool. Right on, man. Awesome. Well, Happy New Year again, Dev. Um, Happy New Year. Everybody, Happy New Year. Thanks for hanging in there with us. We took the week off, but, you know, we took a week off and Ravens won twice, and then I had my buddy break a bunch of ribs. So it's been been a wild (laughs) week, two weeks. You got a cool story. We come back with two Ravens wins. Yeah, they're going home field advantage in the playoffs. Ah, so good. Um and yeah, so make sure you guys uh, don't forget to check out the videos that we just posted. We posted two videos recently, one of the e-bike review and then the other one of the the cutlery, the forged cutlery. So if you're if you want to see what we're talking about with the twisted fork, it's the same one that I made in the video. I just made some extra ones for Devin and my two other brothers, which they haven't opened theirs yet, so I can't post about on Instagram until <laughs> they do. <laughs> and the other thing that I made for my parents, which we talked about here, which is the axe handle spatulas, they haven't opened them yet. So everyone else who got the them as opened them so we gotta wait to post about that as well <laughs> but you guys can uh when i do post about that it'll be on instagram so you can follow us there on instagram uh at the art of craftsmanship and the art of camera guy and then if you guys want to support us further you can go over to patreon.com forward slash art of craftsmanship and support us there um and that just all goes back into the channel and everything that we do so you're contributing to the podcast and the channel and everything else it all makes a difference so thank you all so much yeah All right, and on that note, thank you guys all so much for listening, and we will talk to you next time. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.